0: this is the daily wrestling news for february 9th 2021 and we are powered by the eastern observer my name is ryan joy and i'm coming to you live from minutes to bell time studios on the beautiful treasure coast of the sunshine state and i am joined today by the salesman of fun travis how are you
1: Great as always, it's another Tuesday in paradise here for us. we got a blustery little snow day out there, so it's starting off good as always. Yeah, let me check my watch. Uh, 75. 75, right. sunny. Yeah, I think if I took the, the total of the last seven days and put them together, we wouldn't get to 75, so that's for you. <laughs> Fair enough.
0: Um, a lot going on today. We have our ridiculously random question. We have New Japan stuff coming up. We have Dynamite, a bunch of news. We have trivia. We're going to start the show with news today. Uh, and if you're ready, Travis, I'm going to ring the bell, and we'll get this thing on. This get this Let's thing going. Let's do it. All right. So we are still going to do the ridiculously random non wrestling audience needs to know you better question of the day, which is brought to you by Pro Wrestling Pickem, a place where you can join or host a Pickem league to test your predictive skills in the world of pro wrestling. Create an account and join a league now at prowrestlingpickem.com, and you can play against your friends or Play against the universe by that i mean you can create your own league or join a league that's already in progress um so travis today's random question is is very very random so you have been given an elephant and you can't get rid of
1: it what would you do with it oh i don't know i would probably i'd probably I it feed it and take i'd probably feed it and take care of it and look for some kind of a, a a rescue to take it over or see if there was a you know some kind of a habitat place that i could send it off to it'd be an odd an odd spot for an elephant here in rochester not that we don't have one at the zoo but he doesn't look real thrilled that he's there so yeah, I'd probably find somebody that's better, it's <laughs> better suited. I don't know the otter enclosure; they look like they're having a blast there. It's like waterside world for them. But yeah, most of the other ones are pretty miserable. I try to find a way to get it through a drive-through
0: McDonald's or something like that. You know? Oh,
1: sure. I mean, I do like I know when we do the Renaissance Festival, they usually have like a camel ride and an elephant ride and things like that. So we appreciate that, Lindsay. We think you're the best too. Absolutely. You know, it's, this is the hard-hitting
0: stuff that we talk about on the Daily Wrestling News Show. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was pretty random.
0: It was very. But we got news, and I'm going to play that bumper. Mm-hmm. Lots of bumpers on today's show. So
1: A lot of fanfare. Thing,
0: yeah, absolutely. We have high production value here.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: uh, we have Monday Night Raw from last night. The main takeaways, I think, from Raw last night is the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view is taking shape. Uh, Shane McMahon returned in a little weird exchange with Adam Pearce to explain to us that the Elimination Chamber... uh, Drew McIntyre's match at the Elimination Chamber will be him defending inside the chamber against former WWE champions Sheamus, AJ Styles, Jeff Hardy, The Miz, and Randy Orton. So that is the big match that we got from last night. There's a few others that we'll talk about too, but just looking at that, Travis, is there any chance that, you know, you think Drew will walk away without the championship?
1: I don't think that there's a chance that he loses here. Um, I think it gives obviously easy, easy access for the fiend to do something to Randy in that match. Yeah. The, the Shane McMahon thing was very strange. Like, is he coming in to undercut Adam Pierce? Because is this like, Crossover from Roman's influence on how annoyed he was with the SmackDown stuff. Like, Adam really hasn't it hasn't felt like he's been a fixture on Raw. It feels like he's been more of a presence on SmackDown and stuff, too. So, like, I don't know. I don't think they did a very good job of explaining that. Like, was Shane trying to take Adam's Thunder with that announcement? I mean,
0: it seems like Pierce was going to make the Seamus match, and Shane came in and was, you know, starting, like you said, undercut him a little bit.
1: Mm-hmm. So. Which you know what for an elimination chamber match, I've certainly seen six worst competitors in the ring sure. um, that's everybody they have on the show that's kind of on the top end of things outside of the people that are in the middle of the you know the Lashley feud I would say so
0: well, and they didn't announce it on air, but off air they announced that Bobby Lashley will in fact defend the United States championship against riddle and Keith Lee at Elimination Chamber, which I think you could probably see that coming so yeah. This is a way they could get that belt off of Lashley. You know, mm-hmm. if, they, if they're concerned about that and they want to do that, you know, here's a situation where he doesn't have to take a pin to lose the title.
1: No, nope, so. and I, I think it, that that feels like a very chalk finish to me. I don't see Lashley taking the taking the pin, and I really like to see MVP afterwards pushing him towards the title picture because he's just a giant, not great on the mic, but MVP is phenomenal for that and would continue that hurt baseness thing, which is one of the positives that I enjoy in in Raw right now.
0: The third match that was announced is Lacey Evans challenging Oscar for the Raw Championship. Uh, Evans beat Charlotte Flair by disqualification to earn that title match. So, um, I use I use the word "earn" loosely in that in that situation. Right? Uh, she won by DQ because Charlotte wouldn't stop punching her in the face. <laughs> so, in any event, we have Oscar versus uh, Lacey Evans. Um, not sure. Lacey Evans getting a huge push right now. So, you know, it's a possibility. oscar seems to be slowing down. So I mean, she's okay. been
1: we've been down this road with Lacey a couple of different times when they've repackaged her. Like this is the third iteration of her, I guess. In a kind of a bigger spotlight sort of thing. They try to do her as the nice Southern Bell and the nasty Southern Bell and the now she's, you know, Rick's Padawan, I guess, sort of here. So um I don't know. I guess there's a chance that she could beat Asuka and and hold the belt. Um, if if Becky's coming back anytime soon, it gives her a a heel to kind of chase after. Or if Rhea's coming, like we still haven't seen Rhea or where she's going to show up yet. Maybe Rhea comes in. and She's like they're sized similarly, so it doesn't feel like somebody's got a Lacey doesn't wouldn't feel like she has to wrestle under Rhea, which that doesn't happen with very many competitors outside of maybe Charlotte um, or Rachel Gonzalez. Um, so we'll we'll see. I don't know. I. The, the, my my gut heart as a wrestling fan has a hard time with Lacey taking the belt off of Asuka, but I could probably say that about most of the locker room, honestly, because she's just that good. Yeah.
0: Um, other things that happened on Raw last night, um, Bad Bunny did appear with Damian Priest again, so he's not going anywhere, Bad Bunny. I think he's here probably at least through Mania or maybe even longer. Who knows? Um, so Priest got a win over The Miz. Uh, lots of other stuff happened. Lana got a win over Nia, Sh- Nia Jax and uh, Naomi got a win over Shayna Baszler, so clearly that title match, uh, women's tag title match, is forthcoming. They didn't announce that for Elimination Chamber, so uh, I guess stay tuned for that. But all in all, those are the major takeaways from Raw last night. Anything else, Travis? No, that was great. Okay. So uh, I guess in the the world of sad news last week, um, we haven't had a show since, but uh, the natural Butch Reed passed away at the end of last week, He sort of remembered on a national scale for his quick stint in WWE as the natural Butch Reed. uh, And then his time in WCW teaming with Ron Simmons as doom, but he's probably most um, had his like biggest run back in mid South wrestling where he had, you know, he sold a lot of tickets for people to come in and see him face Chuggyard dog and Ric Flair. So uh, that's probably where he had maybe the most appeal, but nationwide, definitely that WWF run, In the 80s and followed by the the doom run
1: yeah he i mean he feuded with junkyard dog all over the place other than it feels like wwf which i think is kind of a missed opportunity and you know his he is a historic figure in that he was the first person ever eliminated from the first royal rumble so there you go that as well dubious achievement
0: Mm (laughs) He was also at wrestlemania 4 in the tournament he lost to randy savage by dq no there are no good finishes on their show but no i love it still but there was no good finishes there um steve cutler who is one of the former forgotten sons and then one of baron king corbin's knights he was released at the end of last week again we haven't had a show since then um he later revealed that he had battled COVID 19 in january and there's some some people saying that that didn't sit well with the office or whatever but uh in any case he's on a 90 day non-compete so we weren't going to see him for at least three months but then he'll be free to show up wherever
1: yeah and him and diana prazo are an item i believe so yes you know this could be another wwe to impact um i think he would fit in fine with like the eric young faction as an example (laughs) like
0: you know so i have another set of news topics but it's all pertaining to wrestling in florida But going bumper crazy today so this is the Florida wrestling segment um so in, ter- in terms of wrestlemania coming up in uh, in april wrestlecon is going to return in tampa during wrestlemania weekend and then independent wrestling tv announced several broadcasts over wrestlemania 37 weekend um it'll be under this showcase of the independence type of programming and they announced Action Wrestling, Beyond Wrestling, ICW, No Peace Underground, Southern Underground Pro, and Synergy Wrestling. So, um, nothing about tickets as I've heard yet. Nothing about you know where those will be broadcast or anything like that. But it does appear that WrestleMania weekend, despite you know the pandemic and a lot of these brands not able to run all year, that there's going to be a heavy independent presence WrestleMania weekend
1: in Tampa. Well yeah, I think if you're going to bring tens of thousands of wrestlers, wrestling fans into that area with the looser restrictions that the state in general has and the, you know, them kind of following on the footsteps of what the Super Bowl was allowed to do. I mean, this isn't a this isn't anything new. That's this year, every no. year, every year, wherever mania sits, there's always, you know, every gymnasium within three to five miles of the location is, is packed full of somebody indie wrestling. So this yeah. is very, very commonplace. And actually some of the best shows are in those areas because you'll see some up and comers and you'll see some old talent that you haven't seen ever. And there's all sons of, you know, different fan experiences that you can get in those events. So.
0: Absolutely. So, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I think you know, it's going to be a situation where, um, living down here. we may have to pick and choose about what I do, but because um, there's, it's going to be a lot of, lot of shows. So, uh, but I'm sure it'll be a week's worth of uh, content. So it'll be fun. Absolutely. Um, also in the area of Florida wrestling, uh, AEW Dark tonight, Brian Cage is going to be wrestling Jake St. Patrick uh, on AEW Dark. So Jake St. Patrick is uh, a, a recurring character in coastal championship wrestling which we've had yesterday we had johnny walker we've had neilio uh who runs the company on the show before and we've had uh, cha-cha charlie on the show so um jake St. patrick is another person that often wrestles on coastal championship wrestling and he'll be facing brian cage who is appeared at the last ccw show and is doing a seminar and show in nashville with ccw so a um, bit of a Florida connection there. Jake Patrick's a good one to watch. He's been wrestling Team Taz almost exclusively, though
1: on Dark. Well, I feel bad for his win loss record on Dark because I'm sure it's not very good. Then those guys are giants.
0: Well, you know he had a he had a match with Will Hobbs and that you know hook on the outside. You know Will Hobbs I guess couldn't do it on his own. He had to have Hook to explode or suplex to the on the floor. So you know, put your eyes on Jake tonight if you have time to watch one match on Dark. There you go. And then also we had Kim Artlip on this show ahead of the uh, Ignite Wrestling's fifth anniversary show last uh, last month. And their show is now available on High Spots Wrestling Network. So you can also get most of it on YouTube. So um, it's there and available. If you were interested in the interview with, that we did with Kim, you can go check that out.
1: Independent Wrestling TV, I think, is a, ch- is a channel on Twitch too that just runs almost 24-7. So you can always... Which account is free. Just get on there. Like Impact runs 24-7 as well, whether they've got programming on or not. They're doing the old, old pay-per-views or whatever. So there's a lot of good wrestling that you can catch on Twitch for no cost at all and just broadcast it over your TV if you want. Absolutely.
0: So let's talk some New Japan. Sure. So uh, first things first, this week they have a new show coming out on the Roku channel. Thursday at 5 p.m. We know that the first several episodes are going to be Wrestle Kingdom uh, 14, not the most recent Wrestle Kingdom, but the one that happened in 2020, January 4th and 5th. So um, we have a while before we can expect any other programming except for Wrestle Kingdom. So, um, But Thursdays at 5 p.m., their new show kicks off.
1: Yeah, list. and they've said that the the all the episodes are going to be on demand through that channel as well. So if you if you miss one of the one of the recorded cut up segments or whatever, then you can you can catch it on that channel. Um, Roku has either you either buy their little stick or their little cube. You attach it to the back of your TV and you can play all sorts of different streaming channels through that, or you can pay just a streaming fee as well. I think the little sticks are thirty bucks or whatever. Before I had a smart TV, it was great because I could watch YouTube and Twitch through my TV, and my TV didn't have that capability. And now those are pretty standard for TVs now. So. R- Roku has an app too, right? Like mm-hmm. I can get that on. Yeah, you can get on your phone. Yep, yeah. yep, absolutely. So nominal fee too, not not very much. There you go.
0: Um, the next two big New Japan shows are February 10th and February 11th. So that's tomorrow and uh, Thursday, and they're of course first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. But they're headlined by championship matches, uh, two championship matches per show. The first night. We have Gorillas of Destiny defending the tag team titles against Zack Sabre Jr. and Tai Chi, uh, followed by Romu Takahashi defending the Junior Heavyweight Championship against Sho. And Travis, just our text exchange yesterday, I think you're calling for both of these titles to change.
1: Yeah, I, I actually think we're going to see the title changes. So G.O.D., um, versus the Dangerous Techers, we have this entire Iron Glove scenario that's going on. So Tai Chi has the Iron Glove. The G.O.D. used the Iron Glove to beat them. Um, and it's kind of been this running theme since the buildup after Wrestle Kingdom between the two of these teams. Uh, G.O.D.'s found interesting ways to use them in their match. Um, Tongaloa is, like, really just being annoying with it and stuff. So they're, the, the match from yesterday... He came out with three different bags, and in the bags, the the conversation was the iron gloves got to be there. Well, Tai Chi ends up getting the first bag. He rips it open. It's a woman's winter glove. He gets <laughs> the second bag. He rips it open. It's a kid's baseball mitt. He gets the third bag. He rips it open. It's a rubber chicken. <laughs> and then halfway through the match, you see Tangaloa go into his trunks to pull something out. As marty asami's off to the side so you think okay here comes the iron glove and it's actually just a stuffed elephant hand puppet so he's mocking him again so i'm i'm predicting what will happen is and they've they've used the iron glove he's had it taped to the belts when they've come out before and stuff so i think the finish that we're going to see here is them go to try to use the iron glove i think it's going to turn on them and go back to its original owner and i think we're going to see the techers go over god and part of the reason why is there's obviously the six-man um belts that are coming up with jay white and i think that we're going to see the belts transition back to the techers and we'll see god and and jay white win that six-man match
0: okay we'll get to that one in a second but you've you've laid that out perfectly for the for the year prediction there. And then Haramu Takahashi versus show. You're also assuming show is going to come away with the win here.
1: Yeah. And you know, it, this one's a tough one to call. Honestly, I, I shows in fantastic shape. Um, Always. It, he's, he's, he's in great shape. Takahashi is kind of looks like a bag of ramen noodles at times. Like you know, <laughs> a little bit more sloppy. I'd say with his physical appearance and stuff, the, the build for feathers. this, lots of feathers, lots of flamboyancy. Um, the build for this has been 50, 50, as far as things go, they haven't, you know, neither one of them's gotten an edge over the other. And, and and it doesn't like as sad as it sounds in all of the matches where they've done combined stuff. And it, it hasn't felt like the two of them squaring off has been the feature of any of those build matches either. So it's coming in a little bit flat. My, my prediction for show getting the belt is I don't know why they would have broken him away from the tag picture. If, they weren't going to give him kind of a singles push and move him into that realm a little bit. So I think that that's what this is setting up for. Um, And he's got a whole bunch of interesting challenges that he could face afterwards. Um, That's my gut on that. Like I don't see them just pulling him off and inserting him into that title picture without giving it to him. So,
0: yeah. Um, I kind of don't I, I kinda of disagree on both of your predictions. I think the titles are gonna stay stay firm. So we'll see when we talk next week who who is who is correct here. But um, you indicated Yoshihashi, Ishii, Goto defending the never open six-man tag team titles against Jay White and G O D on February eleventh. And you were saying you think they'll G O D will lose the tag titles on night one and then win the tag titles on or the six-man titles on night two. I agree that I think they'll win the six man titles, but I think they're going to be walking around with both sets of belts.
1: Maybe they will. And I'll be okay. As a Bullet Club fan, as somebody that likes G.O.D., I'm okay. But I'm trying to downplay that really cool image of five belts on three guys. (laughs) And, you know, as somebody that doesn't love double belts on single wrestlers, like I have to stick with my gut as far as that goes. And like, you know, I, I don't see somebody else coming along. Maybe the six man will be short lived to move Jay into another program um, with somebody on the singles end of things. Um, I certainly give it's a, a title that he hasn't collected. So
0: let me give you a little something. So we're going to talk about the portal being open, mm. right? I think those six man championships are a good position if they're on Jay White and the Girls of Destiny for a program in AEW.
1: I would agree with that. You know, there's a lot of six man's actually in AEW that like, you don't think about it, but then you start thinking about it. I think the six man pool gets very deep when you really look at it.
0: There's been a lot of talk about the six man titles being introduced in AEW this year, and they may not want to pull the trigger on that. Maybe they want to do the, maybe they want to just have the IWGP champions come over and do a couple of defenses, kind of dabble in it a little bit. There's a natural rival rivalry between white and, god and then you got omega and the good brothers or omega and the bucks or you know whatever yeah, i
1: mean uh, the the god god has been trashing on aew ever since the portal's been open and, and a little bit before that so yeah i can certainly see them as you know english speakers coming over and and, and you know doing some strong stuff doing some AEW stuff and i mean not that AEW needs another tag team in the mix but maybe that'll open up tags over on the side for strong and stuff like that too so it's an interesting time for sure
0: so one more new japan match and then we're going to get into dynamite for this week uh even though we've kind of already dabbled a little bit in it but koto ibushi is defending the double championship against sonata main event of night two um sonata is kind of the guy who he is a great first challenger for every champion type of thing um, he's the guy that uh, everybody gets their first real good title defense against um, except I guess Ibushi had a title defense on the second night of wrestle kingdom, but
1: you know, 48 really- minutes of title defense. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, and it's funny, right? Because in, in it, it feels like some of the, sometimes it's sort of what the LIGA guy, feels, you know, kind of fall into. I felt like previous to this evil was kind of that guy a little bit too, before evil got his big win. Um, yeah. Sonata's just a just, he's a clean wrestler. Um, Good presentation. He's not gonna botch like he does. He does a bunch of stuff in the ring that that's that's really clean and and looks good as an impress and is impressive. But it doesn't feel like the build of this match has been something where like they certainly haven't made Sonata feel like he's way over. Um, sometimes that's a venue specific thing, but and I I just don't see Ibushi losing double belts on a non pay per view where nobody's paying any money. For that job. i assume
0: this will be a long match probably around 30 minutes um sonata will have ibushi almost defeated in skull end then he'll go for the moonsault and miss and ibushi will kamagoya maybe twice for the win yeah
1: that That's- sounds that sounds pretty right and, and it's interesting today and in the, there's an interview that went up on new japan about sonata and sonata was asked how he felt about the length of time in the match and he says He's not impressed by anybody that goes for a long match. He should keep the wrestling simple. And he's like, I'm more about quality than I am about quantity. So maybe yeah. it will be a long match and we'll see that and it'll change his opinion. But he's the simplest now, apparently. Right. Okay. Now, before we get into Dynamite, a um, couple of things.
0: Uh, after these two New Japan shows, there is a Castle Attack uh, set of shows that are coming up that'll culminate on 227 and 228. Those are the next two non road two type shows um which means that they're kind of not house shows and then they have the anniversary show on march 4th typically what you see on the anniversary show is the junior champion versus the heavy champion so um, the winners of these two main events that we just talked about are going to be probably competing against each other on the anniversary show and then we got about a month's worth of the new japan cup which is a single elimination tournament last year it was won by evil who went on to win the champion the double championship so um, you know, it's a star-making potential that, that tournament has. So
1: yeah, yeah that'll be fun. That to first. That'll yeah. be fun.
0: You know, in normal times, that's a huge field. I don't know what they'll do this year, but in normal times, yeah, they bring in the people juniors, from all over
1: the place. Yeah,
0: juniors, the heavies, and it's at least thirty-two. Um, and I'm, and speaking of, of big tournaments. One of the things, uh, Neilio was on the show last week from CCW, and he announced a sixty-four person cruiserweight uh, tournament to determine the CCW cruiserweight champion. That'll culminate, you know, in a couple of months. That's pretty, pretty killer. They have a um, their big show, their a live show tonight is a is a one hour episode. It's got a a CCW title match, and it also has uh, Will Austin versus Sebastian Cage from New York. That match, I was there for both of those matches. They're both very good.
1: Nice, so. yeah. Sixty-four cruiserweights. He's got basically the entire East Coast of cruiserweight wrestlers on that show. That's pretty good.
0: Yeah, I, I think uh, I think he's had everybody on diets.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Smart move. Too. He did.
0: He did not say what the cruiserweight limit was at CCW. It could be. There you go. Water. You know?
1: that's that's perfectly fine yeah i mean yeah. i'm gonna call him out if ac romano shows up on the show or if <laughs> he's
0: lost a lot of weight that's, mm-hmm. Very he's good. Lost, probably lost a cruiserweight. probably okay so as discussed dynamite um kenta and kenny omega versus john moxley and lance archer was announced after dynamite went off the show last night last week it is a lights out match which means it's no no dq non-sanctioned style match um and the you know, portal will officially be open. You know, we saw Kenta do his run in, and now we're actually going to have Kenta in a match. Kenta is the former Hideo Itami from WWE. Uh, he's made a lot more noise in New Japan since leaving. So,
1: God, you're going right into the red meat here. We're going right, right into the heart of the the show. Yeah, this is going to be this is going to be something we've got four guys with very strong new Japan ties. If you're a, a, an AEW fan and you like new Japan wrestling, um, this thing is, is going to have everything you were hoping for. I mean, very prolific guys. Archer, obviously I'm wearing his old school shirt. Um, he signed this for me actually. <laughs> um, Archer and Moxley have no love. In fact, the belt that Moxley's carrying around, he took off of Archer. Kenta and Omega have no love, as he said in the interview on the way out the door. And Kenny was trying to stop him and say, brother, Switchblade didn't tell me you were coming. And Kenta made it very clear that don't worry about it. I'm here to take care of some business. Um, So this match has all the makings of a, a real disaster. Like We can have both tag teams fighting each other in the ring and You know, there's all kinds of nonsense that could happen on the outside of the ring Um, Four great wrestlers. Like, I'll take any two pairings and they're going to give me a great one on one match. Um, I just don't see this thing going clean in any way. Like, well, it won't be clean.
0: Right. I mean, there's no rules. So they probably have some run ins.
1: Yeah. I'm you're probably- going to, it's going to be all kinds of, we're going to have Kendo sticks out. It's going to be, you know, there's probably going to be some brooms. Maybe they'll have some barbed wire around the brooms. Who knows? Um, Archer yeah, seems to be a disaster in there too.
0: Like he, he just kind of got programmed in. I think he's there to take the pen myself.
1: Yeah, that might be the case. Um, I think the other side of it too is any new Japan fans that they're looking to come over will remember his G1 run from two years ago, sure. and he's a familiar face. I think outside of that, you're unless you were going to insert Jericho in the match, it's it's hard to get a... This is a full New Japan... These are all New Japan alumni or, or, or present people that are wrestling for New Japan. Um, so I think that, that some of it is that we're going to bring a holistic eye to what New Japan wrestling has to do and kind of wrap that up. I hope commentary does a good job kind of setting the stage for... All these relationships kind of the way that we're talking about it now yes. um so so we'll see it's 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 certainly an exciting match this one is going to bridge a whole bunch of gaps that we never thought we were going to see um yeah it has a lot moment. of potential and i think that i'll i think no matter what
0: will be um our appetites will be will be satiated only temporarily because i think we're going to want more after we see this i would agree i would agree so, um there's a bunch of other stuff on the show though um including a TNT championship match and a world title eliminator match. Uh the first one is announced. So starting with the TNT match, Joey Janela challenging Darby Allen. Darby's had that belt since full year and he's only defended it once against Cage. So it's a, a kind of not the typical
1: TNT champion as we
0: really know know. It well, it's, cer-
1: it's certainly atypical from what Cody did with it with yes. the belt and even and even when um Brody Lee had it right like that that belt was defended like every night um and we haven't seen that for Darby and I and I don't know why it's not like maybe they're trying not to overexpose him or whatever but Darby's a good wrestler and stuff like that I don't know there was I I batted this match around in my head a bunch of ways I think it's just going to end up being a clean I think Darby's going to win and I think it's going to be clean yeah Um, me too. I think it'll just be you know welcome back to the show again Joey Janela um, I, I don't expect any, and I could be wrong, but I don't expect any team Taz nonsense in this match necessarily, but who knows, maybe it'll be full on ice capades. We'll get sting out there with the, with the, the snow and stuff like that. And we'll see a full team Taz run in and that'll cause a Joey Janela, a sunny kiss versus Ricky Starks and Will Hobbs or something like that. But. Well,
0: and, and Joey Janella and Darby Allen will probably bring the worst out of each other in the sense of like the worst hardcore stuff.
1: Oh yeah. They both, are massacre they like beatings so yeah
0: um so stay tuned for that on the world title eliminator side it's a really interesting matchup it's layla hirsch versus thunder rosa in the opening round um you know i would typically say thunder rosa has got the win here layla hirsch is you know she's not been ignored she's getting you know she i think she got a win on dark recently and she's usually programmed into into dynamite so it's not like she's a throwaway person It should be a good match no matter what.
1: Yeah, I would agree with it. This isn't, I I mean, I would still think it's 80-20 Thunder Rosa versus Layla Hirsch, but Hirsch definitely has a lot more of a puncher's chance, and it'll be interesting to see Layla Hirsch in this match versus Thunder Rosa because a lot of her previous opponents have been much taller girls, and she's obviously short and a little bit more muscular that way, Um and Thunder Rosa is not a tall girl. So we might see her throwing her around pretty well in this in this match. But either way, this will be a nice women's showcase um, and, and a good start to this tournament. Yeah. A um, couple other things. Pac
0: versus Ryan Nemeth. Once again, Nemeth making the main show. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's-
1: yeah, I mean, he's... Gosh, if there was ever such thing as a carbon copy of his brother Dolph, his character is... Very, very close, very cocky, very arrogant, and stuff like that. I'm not sure where this match came from, but um, it certainly seems like this is a pock showcase kind of match for me. Um, maybe there'll be something else. Who knows? Maybe Matt Hardy will come out and offer Ryan Nemeth a, a spot in his locker room to change it's
0: in. It's a it's really weird. I, I I you know, and the other match that we have to talk about is also very weird. Cody Rhodes and Lee Johnson versus Peter Avalon and Cesar Benoni. It's weird for, a, for AEW to put this many guys that we haven't seen on one show. Like If you were an avid viewer of Dark, you would have definitely seen Lee Johnson. He's been on Dark every week for a year, probably. Um, and same with Peter Avalon and, and Cesar Benoni to a lesser extent, but he's been around for a while. So all, all guys that you might be familiar with if you follow Dark, but Lee Johnson, Peter Avalon, Cesar Bononi, not guys that you typically see on Dynamite.
1: Yeah, and I don't, so I don't, I don't know what this, like maybe this is uh, like Cody's going to take a beating before his Shack match um, on the outside or something like that. Or maybe the two new Nightmare members are going to come down and kind of make the save here and they'll talk about them being part of the family. I, truth be told, I've never watched Cesar Bononi wrestle. I've seen Lee Johnson in, at best enhancement work. So it does seem like a very strange match unless there's, they're going to key off of Cody in some way. Um, I mean, yeah, I guess Peter submitted to the slap a couple of weeks ago and, but it doesn't seem overly interesting unless we've got some Jade Cargill stuff happening here.
0: So Lee Johnson and Peter Avalon did a walk off, um, last week around dark dark, and Lee Johnson won. Sure. So they're, You know there's a little bit of a rivalry they're building there but um i I would think it's more of a dark thing but yeah we'll see we'll see but yeah i assume this is some jade shack not necessarily a run-in but they're definitely going to be a presence to build that match sure um finally on on dynamite chris jericho and mjf versus the acclaimed both these teams are actually undefeated on in you know two on two type competition this year so um so somebody's going to lose that O, oh, and it's probably the acclaimed, I would guess.
1: It's so it's heel versus heel. I was thinking that initially too, but then there's also an amount of me that feels very much like maybe the acclaimed goes over here, and Sammy has something to do with it. Um, that's the one side of this match that I could see booked, where you know Sammy really starts his exit from Inner Circle that's kind of been seeded over the last month or so. Um, so, and I think like. The loss does do something to Jericho and MJF because the, I mean, combined, I think they've got like, I don't know, six losses total since they've been with AEW or whatever, and none as a tag team. Um, But it it is a strange loss for them to take if they're going into that tag team title match. Um, So yeah, I would. It's probably acclaimed, but I would bet there's some Sammy further Sammy shenanigans in this one to to have him distance himself from the inner circle.
0: Yeah, they got to continue
1: that story for sure so Mm -hmm. um okay
0: that covers up on dynamite and all i have left is trivia travis yes so i don't actually have the score but you ever do i let me see i don't have the score but you are in the lead tied with john smith so let's see if you can maintain that lead i'm gonna do my best Today's trivia is brought to you by the Free Body Slam Brigade Newsletter. Each week I compile the week's top wrestling stories. I put them all in a quick-to-read email that's divided up by company. Nearly 4,000 people get the free newsletter each week. In addition to the top stories, you'll hear all about the things that we're doing. Uh, at us to bell time, whether it be new books, podcasts, games, or something else. It's really the best way to make sure you don't miss anything. The issue comes out Fridays at 11 a.m., and It's free. Sign up now at BiceLandBrigade.com. Okay, Travis, here we go. Elimination Chamber 2019. You've been studying elimination chambers, so I felt good about asking you some elimination chamber questions. Okay. We'll see how you do. Okay. (laughs) The main event of 2019's Elimination Chamber pay-per-view saw Daniel Bryan successfully defend the WWE Championship inside the chamber against AJ Styles, Jeff Hardy, Randy Orton, Samoa Joe, and this wrestler who would end up being his WrestleMania opponent that year and who he lost to at WrestleMania. I don't have multiple choice. <laughs> um. So it's WrestleMania that preceded this last last one would main have would have been Daniel Bryan versus this person.
1: Let's let's try Seth Rollins. Kofi Kingston. Okay. Very good. Okay. And then he quickly lost it to Brock Lesnar on national TV in 32 seconds or whatever. Yeah.
0: That might be generous.
1: Okay. The opening contest of the elimination chamber
0: pay-per-view was an elimination chamber match for the inaugural women's tag team championships. Who won those inaugural titles? Was it A, Carmella and Naomi, B, Sasha Banks and Bailey, C, Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose, or D, The Iconics?
1: The Iconics.
0: It was Sasha Banks and Bailey who lost it to The Iconics at WrestleMania.
1: Uh, okay. We're doing Things good. Things be
0: better from here, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> 0 for 2. Ronda Rousey successfully defended her Raw Championship against this woman. Was it A, Asuka, B, Lacey Evans, C, Ruby Riot, or D, Becky Lynch?
1: D. Becky Lynch.
0: C. Ruby Riot. Okay. The Miz and John Morrison lost the tag team championships to A. The New Day, B. Heavy Machinery, C. The Usos, or D. Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush.
1: Let's say B. Heavy Machinery. C. The Usos. Okay.
0: Uh, Baron Corbin got help from Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre to get a win over this man in the semi-main event. Was it A. Braun Strowman, B. Big E, C. Finn Balor, or D. The Fiend?
1: Baron Corbin... Got help from who?
0: Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre to get a win over this man in the semi-main. What's the, who's the first choice? Strowman. Strowman. Okay, that's correct. <laughs> okay, very good. You are still in the lead.
1: <laughs> I'm actually sole. I'm in the sole lead right now. That's correct. By that myself. Correct. I'm not a co-leader. That's right. You, don't forget to play the Hawkins. Come on, John DeCon- <laughs> I I one is not. I don't know. That's not a lose. It's one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. 20%. You got 20, yeah. You did get 20% of the questions. Um, I don't know anywhere where you would pass, but you know,
1: so I have been studying elimination chambers, but I started from the beginning. I haven't gotten to that one yet. Oh gosh. I should have,
0: I should have done the inaugural.
1: If you had done like the one where Shawn Michaels just showed up and, and super kicked some people in the face, I would have been all over you. But yeah, yeah, I worked my way backwards to forwards. Cause I want to put the, I'm actually, working on putting together Elimination Chamber stats a la Royal okay. Rumble stats, because I think it's another match that's similar or interesting in that way to talk about who's been eliminated, who hasn't, who how many participants, so on and so forth. And it's the only thing close. Well, I guess you could do that with Survivor Series back in the day, but they haven't done a bunch of those old school Survivor Series matches. So I think the Elimination Chamber stats is interesting in the way that the Rumble stats are.
0: Very good. Yeah, I agree. But I feel like you took a chair shot today.
1: Oh, a big-time chair shot. Yeah, (laughs) definitely the right-hand side. So uh, I want to tell people about
0: my new chair shot t-shirt that's for sale at uh, bodyslamclothes.com or Minutes to Bell Time, whichever. Um, The Minutes to Bell Time shop. All sizes are only 20 bucks. There's also a bunch of different colors, and it's a really cool shirt. So definitely go out and buy it. Like I said, 20 bucks. So with that, let me throw the other stuff back up and we can get into some other stuff. Al Carl, nope. John DeCani feels your pain, Travis.
1: Yeah, see, John, you're with me. I know he was asking you, what did Yoko eat before Survivor Series. I was listening to the show. That's a rough <laughs> one. I would that yeah. a lot.
0: Well, I thought for sure, since we had, you know, just discussed Yokozuna in detail. Um, that (laughs) you may want to know those questions, but you know what? Trivia is hard. Trivia Trivia is hard.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Join the godfather of pro wrestling, Tony Capone and the voice of the people, Tony T every Tuesday night at 8 PM Eastern standard time for the Nawa wrestling connection live on blog talk radio. Listen to the Nahua Wrestling Connection to find out everything that is taking place in the world of the North American Wrestling Alliance and join the two Tonys as they sit down with a special guest each and every week. You can listen to Tony Capone, Tony T, and Nawa on Twitter. Okay, furthermore, we have the Primetime Rundown. Join Joey Jarzenka, Ian Schreier, and Rob DeLuca on Friday night, February 12th for episode 54 of the Primetime Rundown as we take you through the world of sports. Our show kicks off at 6 p.m. on the Eastern Observer. And tonight, episode 40 of the Essential Wrestling Podcast returns. Al Carl will be in the hosting position. I will be alongside with John Smith and John DeCani and Gary Mahaffey. Another week of updates and highlights in the world of wrestling. Our coverage is at 6 p.m. tonight, so February 9th. Our show returns tomorrow, the Daily Wrestling News Show. John DeConte will be here. We will talk about everything that happens tonight uh, and impact and whatever else we need to get into. So it will be a fun show. It always is. And with that, Travis, anything else we need to talk to you about before getting out of here?
1: nope i think we're good to go It's an exciting week at wrestling new japan's got some good stuff AEW, we're gonna see the forbidden portal and things like that and like impacts no slouch either i like the card over there even though we didn't get a chance to talk to it, talk about it in mlw not a bad little show and they got some real good cool stuff coming up too the laredo kid tjp match looks looks pretty awesome to me
0: um, so this wednesday it's laredo kid defending the uh AAA Cru- world cruiserweight championship against leo rush the world middleweight champion mlw it's title for title that's tomorrow night at 7 p.m on youtube so
1: yeah that's going to be awesome
0: yeah that's 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 one that people probably need to check. i don't know if they're going to have a clean finish and both belts are going to go to one person but if they do that's going to be pretty historic
1: yeah the two of them wrestling each other leo's on exactly. a really good run and laredo kid is phenomenal if you haven't seen any of his AAA work um he's real real good so that's a good show seven o'clock if you're making dinner put it on i'm sure it'll be the it'll be the main event for that show um it's definitely worth the view for sure
0: yeah yeah and that's you know like you said that's the main event there's other stuff that's happening too and i'll you know name brand talent on that show so <laughs>
1: <That's> <laughs> exactly
0: yep. yep. so all right We are out of here, we'll catch everybody tomorrow.